Vigilante Wednesday here on the 41st episode of the Culture Crime Fighters. I am joined by my partner in Culture Crime Fighting, Matt from Fireball Productions, but uh, he's getting coffee because we're both tired of shit. So I guess he's getting coffee for both of us. So I just want to say hey to everyone. I was starting a little well, late. Well, I think one time, I think I actually said it for 10 or 110. Very tired here in the Vigilante Wilson household. Uh, have been super busy with work. That's why I haven't done the shows in the past couple of days. Uh, but it's cool to do the culture crime fires. Uh, Matt's going to be back in a second. How's everybody else? I, you know, I should have said he left from embarrassment of on, on Friday. That should have been what I went with. Uh, my man Cosmic Fusion says you like the show or just respect Matt for having the courage, courage to go out in public like that. Uh, please consider sharing the stream on social media so all your friends can see it for themselves. Yeah. Feel free to share this on uh, social media. And um, here's my man, Matt from Fireball Productions. Sorry Hello. How's it going? Line. Hey, man. How how you doing? I am, I am awake. Hey, you're doing better than me, then. And that is something. I just woke up. Yeah. And uh, this is the Culture Crime Fighters. We're here to fight some culture crime. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Ready to do it. Yeah, yeah. That Who's in the chat? Timing. That man walking for his uh, lunch break. Hell, yeah. perfect. Love it. Pat S. Plugging the Fireball Productions. Hell, which so, starts uh, earlier, by the way, now. Starts uh, at 9. Ah. Uh, um, might even start earlier at 8.30 if FNT continues to end at that time. Ah, okay. You know? Okay. Well, because the whole point of that show was to end yeah. you know, after Friday Night Tights. Now Friday Night Tights is like on an actual schedule. They start on time. They end on time. So it's like, mm-hmm. well, I'm not just going to wait around for an hour and a half till it's my time. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That you makes know? Sense. Then I get to bed, get some actual sleep instead of being up till the four in the morning or whatever the hell. Yeah, that's that's also good. Actual mm-hmm. sleep. I wonder what that's like. I haven't had much sleep oh. this past week. It's been really rough. Um, you know, Speaking of rough, what? Rough girl, right? Rough girl? No, is she not here? Ah, she's yeah, not. Yeah, she is here. Oh, yeah, she is. Yeah. She was here before the show, at least. Mm-hmm. Hello, peeps. I'm glad I could catch you. will be waiting in the bleachers. So, as it says, what's up? What is up? Still here. Shout out to, uh, speaking of who else is here, we got Flipped Out, Cosmic Fusion, Achilles Child. And he has some sad news yeah. if you hadn't heard. Um, RIP to JJ, aka Sith Lord. And I forgot the number behind the name. Uh, but he was a, he's a guy in the community that recently passed, I believe, over Thanksgiving weekend. So, if you know him, your condolences to his family and, and, and all his friends. So, I did hear that. And that's, that's pretty. That sucks. that sucks. Hell. Hell. Hell to him. And thank you for bringing it up, Kelly Child. Uh, he says, you know the apocalypse is upon us when Gary starts to stream on time. Yeah. And uh, 3827 was, I guess, Sifflor 3827 was the number. There was some number behind. So, there you go on that. Yeah. And, uh, well, how you been, Vig? How's your week? Um... That should be kind of rough. <laughs> oh, really? Rough. Yeah, yeah, just various, uh, just it, just a bunch of crazy, not crazy, well, a bunch of shitty stuff happened. Um, <coughs> sorry to hear that. Yeah, just, just it's, it's not, it's not serious. At least I hope not. But just, um, just stupid stuff, and then work, and so I've been pretty stressed out. Honestly, that's the I feel honest like answer. Yeah, I've been. I've been working quite a bit myself, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the holiday season is upon us. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we are doing a lot of business at the new place, and uh, I've been there like every single day. Um, so it's been it's been it's kind of been a lot, you know. It's like uh, it's good though. I mean, it means a bunch of money's coming in, but it's um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just uh, you know the holidays are kind of like a slog, right, all the way through. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, you know. Other than that, I, I started playing Wasteland Three. Oh man. Do you ever play any of the Wasteland games? Uh, no, nah, I wasn't too big into them, to be honest. No? I guess that's, nah. that's not really your thing, eh? The uh, kind of RPG styles? It's really anything with a first-person view, I suck at. And so I just ended up kind of like... I'm... That's not Wasteland. Okay, maybe I'm thinking of something different then. So Wasteland, the original Wasteland was the precursor to, um, to uh, what's it called, Fallout. Okay, I'm thinking of something different then. So it came out in the '80s, and you you play like the like the Arizona Rangers or whatever, um, and uh, it's you know post apocalyptic, and you waste you kind of go through the wastelands, and you know you're saving, but it was like really uh, rudimentary, right? Okay. Then the Fallout like top down RPG turn based come out, kind of revolutionized the genre. Then Bethesda gets it, uh, releases Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout 4. It becomes a very different style of game. Mm-hmm. The Some of the original people who wrote on Wasteland and the Fallout games crowdfund Wasteland 2, right? Mm. And so it's like, a, I don't know, 20-some-odd years after the original Wasteland came out, they released a new Wasteland, Wasteland 2, uh, which takes place in Arizona, post-apocalyptic. Now you're fighting robots. There's like a robot army that you have to end up defeating. Um, mm. And then I guess about a year ago, they released Wasteland 3. And ah. so I started playing that. Ah, and uh, Cosmic Fusion is talking uh, about uh, another RPG. He says, uh, you probably get better, you're talking about you, you would probably get better enjoyment on Adam RPG. Just finished it last week. Literally might as well be called Fallout 3 in Russia. You know what? Let's talk about that off-air, Cosmic, because I started playing it, and I just kind of lost interest after a while. Mm. I was I was just wandering the way, so I'm like, where do you go? What is... I just I just stopped finding it interesting. I thought it was interesting for a little while, and then I just... It completely lost me at some point. It just seemed thin. But um, mm. we could talk about it. We'll talk about it off-air. Uh. Try to convince me yeah. to go back and play it. Uh. So what are your thoughts on Wasteland 3, then? So far, it's fucking awesome. Cool. So Ooh. far, it's exactly what I was hoping it would be. Uh, really good action. The, the The combat is tough, man. Really? Yeah. It's not a game that holds your hand at all. Hmm. It's it challenging. But it adds to it. It's not like hard for hard sake. It's something that you can like eventually get your head around. Yeah. I think it makes you respect it. Okay. You know, it doesn't. Yeah. Like it's it's. Okay, so the last combat encounter I had, I had to kill these, like, mutated wolf dog things. And uh, I went into the town, and every time I would assault them from the front, I just kept getting slaughtered by these things. Well, what Mm -hmm. I didn't realize was there was a little back way, and you can kind of sneak up and go into this building, and then you have the elevated position on it, and then that's how you beat them. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, like, that makes sense. Okay, so it's just you're not gonna just go around like running a gun. You have to think through your yep. encounters. Okay. Yeah, exactly. That sounds interesting. Yeah, it's pretty sick. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. different. 
Yeah, that's fun. So yeah. yeah, if I ever have time to do anything at all, I might check it out. There you go. I might check it out. There you go. I get let out of my cage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So, what? Uh, there was a few stories we talked about before there. I even talked about the show that you just barely missed out. You know what? We haven't talked about actually on the show. I haven't talked about uh, this past Friday. Um, Cosmic Fusion mentioned it, but you had uh, you're pretty brave, and it was probably uh, you you were stunning and brave. Not uh-huh. quite in the the way that, that typically is, is said, but you showed your old uh, your old movie, the short, I, I guess you want to call it, where you played the prostitute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you, you seem so comfortable. You seem so comfortable and enthused to talk about the subject. You know, I uh, I think I give you credit for actually doing it, man. I I don't know if I could have went through it. It was really uncomfortable. Um. Like, it was funny, you know what I mean? But it was really uncomfortable because... And the thing with this one that was different than the others is, like, like the one where it's on the table, like, it's a, it's a meant to be funny, you know, like... Yeah. And then it becomes funny at my expense, which is, is pretty funny. Uh, and, then, and then the one with the bad horror movie, like, it's a bad horror movie. This one was just, like, a bleak like sad like student art film so like when it's over like there's not even really like jokes to be made it's just like oh like (laughs) everyone just has this uncomfortable feeling now so i mean i'm certainly not rushing at the opportunity to do it again yeah and uh the people want to see uh did you wear a thong so you got to go to fireball's channel and uh check it out to see maybe there's a thong maybe there's not you don't teasing know. Teasing the fact that I might have a thong. If that's a draw, if that's I a draw, so. but no, he he did not because I would not have watched the video if he did. No. Or if he did, I don't know. I, I didn't see his ass. No, it, it wasn't that type of uh, acting job. Unfortunately, he did not go to Romania, which is a uh, a show meme. If you didn't, if you don't watch, <laughs> if you if you're not watching the MF for Cocktail Lounge on Fridays, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Um, please watch that show. It's, it's a great show on Max yeah. Channel every Friday. Uh, like as he just said, well, we're actually uh, trying to be a little earlier. So yeah, which I th- I think will probably increase viewership. Hopefully, I mean, because it's uh, a yeah. you know all of us, most of us watch Friday Night Tights. Uh, you know, at least to some degree. And even if we don't watch it, we respect it uh, mm-hmm. and its time slot. And that you know a lot of people are there. But afterwards, I mean, there's kind of there's no nothing really else. I mean, I guess you go over the Doomcocks karaoke stream or whatever but that's not mm-hmm. you know that's not really a show necessarily uh yeah, so yeah. we started doing the mfr cocktail lounge to follow up fnt and we do it every week uh so you know it's a fun time it's wild it's really you never know what to expect <laughs> you never know yeah. where the show's gonna go well um, you i'm usually drunk not every show but most of them i get pretty lit yeah i usually have a pretty healthy buzz i try not to get too drunk because I don't want to like lose control of my, you know, facilities, which did yeah. happen one show. Yeah. This happened to me a couple of times. It's a miracle I haven't like passed out on stream or anything. Well, there was a show where I was like blackout drunk, so yeah, that was Yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. That was yeah. rough. Went to the Chrissy Mayer show here in Austin, Texas, and mm-hmm. uh kind of had more to drink than I expected and then just kept drinking on the stream and it just yeah, got a little <laughs> little toasty. 
Yeah. Yeah. So this is another reason you should be checking out Friday's show. If you, it's if unpredictable. You people get drunk. It is very unpredictable. There's yes, no indeed. way to predict it. Yes, indeed. And Pat, to be fair, we've all made, uh, you know, funky decisions about ladies when we've had a little to drink. Uh, Bree is not looking good recently. There was a picture somebody put on Twitter. Probably because of fusion. Uh, and I was like, oh, Scott Pilgrim days are not coming back, man. No, I chose not to say anything on that stream, but uh, on, on that thread. But there really wasn't anything like I couldn't even like like sarcastically defend. I was like, oof, yeah, like she just looks so unhealthy. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. That doesn't that doesn't make you look more attractive. It makes no. you look less. Just 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 eat. Embrace that you're in your 30s. Stop trying to be young. You're in your mid-30s now. It's okay. It's okay. How old is she? She's. I thought she was my age. I could. Maybe she's a little younger. I assume she was like maybe 32, 32. 32. 32. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's still... You could definitely still be sexy at 32. Yeah. Though. But like she's got to like... But there's definitely a like... Dressing as you're as if you look just the same way you do as 22. Like you're not 22 anymore. Yeah, I will say she isn't aging great. No, not that she looks old, she just looks like she started to look momish. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, it's, some it's, pe- Sherry, she's a bit too skinny. Hell, Sherry, by the way, yeah, eat a burger, please. And uh, Pat asked, yeah, she's 32. And I'm not, listen, I don't want to judge anyone's looks. I'm, I'm, I'm not winning any male modeling competitions myself. Um, just, uh, yeah, get her a cheeseburger. Get her a cheeseburger. Get her a therapist. She looks like she has emotional issues. Just, she has very sad eyes. And, like. She does, right? Doesn't it feel like whatever's behind it is, is like, you know, like, there's, there's some like sad girl something there's some like you know trying yeah. to outrun like that sad childhood or something yeah yeah there's something dark there there's something uh-huh. really dark and i i couldn't i can't put my finger on it and sherry says she's older than her just saying well i mean you know not if that avatar is you you look much better at, at your age than Brie does mm-hmm. at, at her age like you, but you haven't spent your, your the past 10 years in hollywood and that that ages you you like, yeah, tremendously. That's a lot of stress. Yeah, Trying and it's not even. Icon. It's not even like her physical appearance. Like if she was cool, like her physical appearance, you know, it would it would make her look better. It's the fact that there's, you know, not even the, the social though. lecture stuff because she has really dropped off on that. She doesn't really do that anymore. But it's mm-hmm. the there's just like a desperation or something behind it. Like she she just feels like she's. I don't know. Like she doesn't know how to maintain her her status. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's something weird going on there. I, I couldn't put my finger on it. You know what I mean? And, and I remember, like, I could have swore at some point this year she had just released like these photos that you could tell were like professionally shot, but she was releasing them as if they weren't. They just could just feel like this fake. Even when you know we made fun of her uh, when her channel started, everyone made fun yeah. of her. Yeah. Even that just felt like, like, please like me. Yes. Please, like, genuinely please like me. Yeah, and it was f- so phony. 
from the yeah. jump. Everything about it was so, and it was manufactured awkwardness, which was made yeah. it even sadder. Where you're just like, oh god, like you don't even know who you are, do you? Yeah, and uh, Cosmic Fusion. I, 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 <laughs> this is uh, probably a normal vigilante ways to show. Uh, beta minor pronoun. Oh, we, we're not gonna gosh. get into that. We're not gonna get into that. Who knows? Who knows? But I mean, that that is a that's a that's a theory out there. You want to? Uh, I need to. I used to say Exozone, but that's not even a show anymore. Uh, <laughs> like anytime no. I went, said something wacky or more conspiratorial. So if you want to check out that, we would angle. say woo woo. That's like yeah, a woo-woo. Gary thing. Would say yes, he says yeah. woo woo. Yeah. I haven't Ooh, said that in a while day. though, because sadly we don't have an Exozone anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That falling out is a tragic one. Yeah, I've talked. I probably shouldn't talk about it because it's like oh, someone might listen. But that, that still sucks. And this is a another more conventional theory. Uh, you mean like someone who got casting couched into fame, roasted by her peers, and in private disliked by the public, and dropped like yesterday's news? That kind of does feel like what happened. Does she like, have any projects coming up? I don't know. It seems like they pushed her for that Captain Marvel thing. And that was like you know that was funnily enough it almost felt like the end of her career when you think about it. What she has so she's in the Marvels, which doesn't come out till twenty twenty three. Good Oof. lord! Yeah, everything oh, got pushed she, back. She was in Shang Chi. Did she have a cameo? Ah, in she did have a cameo at the very end. Just cameo. Okay. But she's really has not been in much. She she's got a, a there's a TV series called Lessons in Chemistry coming out that's just announced. It's not even in production. Oh, so man. that might not even happen. Mm-hmm. A movie called Just Mercy in 2019. I do remember that. That was a oh, that was a Michael B. Jordan was it movie. Michael B. Jordan, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that? Yeah. Um, I have no idea what the story with that is. It just looks very socially relevant. Yeah, I didn't want to see that. I, I got out of seeing those movies like even before Wokeness. It's like I don't want to see. I don't care. I, I've seen. I, I, I get that. I get, I get it. I know. I, I, I understand. I get it. Black people are struggling it. in America. Is that what? what, what okay, we get yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? White people uh, racist. I get it. Got it. I get it. I get it. I don't Crystal need to see fucking this. clear. I don't need to see this again. I don't no. want to see. I've never seen The Color Purple, and I never will. I don't want to see It's not good. That. I tried to watch it in college, and even when I was like a woke, like annoying high school, uh, college kid, I still was just like, I can't do this. I don't want to see this shit anymore. I don't want to see. I don't. Like Oprah? I don't want to see Oprah at. Listen, she pees I, I, in it though. Did you ever see the Oprah peeing <laughs> clip? <laughs> I didn't see that. I, I all those you show is ugly and her pouring like hot water or grits on somebody. I, but I, outside of that, I don't know anything about it, and I, I don't want to. I don't. I don't need to see this. I saw Roots. I saw Amistad. I saw. I saw. I've, I feel like I've seen enough, and I also like. Just I, like I don't need any more of this. I don't need to see, like, I, to feel oppressed. To feel good about myself, I actually go to movies to be entertained, to have fun. Isn't yeah. that weird? I know. Yeah. Um, Race swap roots. That sounds. Yeah. Really uh, what was I going to say? Uh, oh yeah, the whole roots thing, like that. Alex Haley himself, the one who wrote it, admits that it's not historically accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he 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 said he made it to give his people something, but what he gave Someone them was a. Bullshit narrative. It's not how it was. Yeah, this was kind of. I mean, I'm sure some of this stuff on the plantation was true, like the Toby Mm -hmm. stuff. Like, probably 
probably like metaphorically breaking men down is probably a real thing but that whole like catching wild slaves in africa is ridiculous it's not even that part close no i think recently it was a ghana actually just came out and said like sorry it's just like okay thanks (laughs) can't we all just fucking move on from this shit no (laughs) never forever Forever. That's what it is. Okay. Actually, uh, there's a comment about an article I didn't see or a video I didn't see. Cosmic Fusion left two comments about, uh, I guess, a few weeks ago, New York Times put out a video that liberal hypocrisy is fueling what? America's inequality, which is like, huh, that's pretty brave for the New York Times. Well, let's that's see what their angle baby. is before, you know, before we give them any credit. That could yeah. be a completely misleading thing. And in fact, it's actually white supremacy. It's making it out to not be whatever, dude. Like, it's always it something be. like that. You never know. I'm not I'm not taking them at the headline. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But who knows? Maybe they're starting to realize. Because honestly, like, lib- liberalism is more racist to me. Like, that's my thoughts. Like, it's it's more actively racist. And most, like, most of critical race theory is very much literally racist. It's like, oh, it is, it is can't, racist. Can't think critically. White people are oppressors. Black people are all like worthless. Well, no, it, it's the exact. It's exactly what racism is. It's so like, you know, the one of the things that Black Americans, as I understand it, get upset about with racism is it's like we're not all criminals, and it's like everyone's like, no, yeah, no, that's not what we're saying. But it's like when people get lumped in together in the group like they have to take on the negative attributes of members of their group implicitly Mm -hmm. that's racism well but critical race theory teaches that it teaches that if you're a member of this group you've had xyz experience and you have xyz social status you have xy it it attributes those to you regardless and that's exactly what racism is yeah, it, it really does. And it does so for like multiple groups. Like you're an oppressor and I'm the oppressed. And therefore there are certain criteria, certain uh, attributes that I, that each person is supposed to have based upon that. It's just complete bullshit, really. It's complete bullshit. But it's funny to see even, you know, I, I we have to watch the video and I, and I don't want to deal with any more copyright hits. And I'm not sure if you ran off LDG. I'm sorry, LDG. I don't know if I said hi to everybody. I am brain dead tired. It's a miracle I'm able to, to like stand up straight and uh, even talk. So I apologize if I if I didn't say hi to everybody. Uh, we love you guys. Sorry, what video were you talking about that you don't want uh, to? The New York Times video. It's a New York Times video. Uh, well, I'm gonna definitely take a look at this video because. It says liberal hypocrisy is fueling American inequality. Here's how New York Times opinion. And mm-hmm. then, like, the comments are, I would have never believed the New York Times would run a story like this. Well done. Coming from a progressive left, if this kind of criticism of the American left is completely necessary. I am stunned, stunned that the New York Times put their name behind this. I forgot what real journalism looks like. Wow, the New York Times wow. criticizing Democrats. Stuff's get real. So maybe this video actually has got something valid in it. I'm going to watch it later. It's 14 yeah. minutes long. It's 14 minutes long, and they got millions of views, so we'll probably get claimed if I try to play yeah, it. Yeah, it's got four and a half million views and 263,000 likes. Yeah. Unfortunately, you can't see the dislikes, 
Thank you, YouTube. Yeah, thanks, um, YouTube. That's fucking nonsense. But you can judge yeah. by the comments. Yeah, I'm looking at the comments myself. Step in the right direction. Good job. Yeah. Hope to see more of this type of journalism. Isn't that weird? Yeah. That's and, confusing uh, to me, though. I'm like, wait a minute. Why are they doing that? You know what? The comments are almost telling me why. It There may be a, a like point of no return for backing the a lot of left for a lot of people and it, there may just be like they're st- they're going to get forced to turn a little bit because you can't just be there's one there's no orange man there's no orange man to just say everything the opposite of what we think is evil now you're just left with you you're the only real voice for a lot of people is there, there's no counter narrative for the mainstream and now they're starting to see hey this this narrative that we've been fed, I'm talking about that the normie is starting to see, hey, this is this is complete bullshit. And so they they see the writing on the wall and they're like, yeah. maybe we need to back off a little bit here. Let's yeah, we need to back off and start you know setting our roots to be a little bit more critical of the left because this blindly just going with whatever the left goes with without any questioning all the time, even as a left wing magazine or left wing publication, is is rubbing a lot of their user base the wrong way. Maybe it seems I, I, I guess I'm just always so suspicious of them and their motives. I'm like, I think they're just trying to lull me into some sort of, you know, complacency again or something, you know, like maybe what are you up to? New York Times. Maybe. You're trying to trick me. Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, we'll check that out. Definitely. Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch that. I'm going to watch that. Johnny Harris is the video journalist who makes it. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Johnny yeah. Harris for actually uh, I mean, doing some journalism. We'll see. I mean, if. So, uh, apparently. Allegedly. 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 Yeah. But, I mean, look, if they're, like, legit going after, like, the hypocrisy of the left, that would be great. Would be great. Because it's the most frustrating thing, I think. At least it is for me. Yeah, it is. The hypocrisy is, like. The hypocrisy and the fact that the rules don't apply evenly is the worst part. If if there was like an even rule set where when liberals did something crazy, they were like criticized and, and, and called out and it mattered, that would be huge. That, I, I don't know if uh, a lot of like I don't know if I would ever have done this had the media done his job in the first place. That's how he. Yeah. Did no, 100%. Like, if they didn't suppress, like, the other narratives and other points of view just simply because they don't align with theirs or they manipulate facts or run with yeah. stories that make it seem like certain things are way more widespread than they really are. Like, yeah, I mean, you're intentionally dividing up America and then you're surprised when people take sides against you. Yeah, yeah. What did you think uh, was going to happen? Well, they thought everybody would uh, just be brainwashed and just go along with it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah that's right. you, have the, you have the uh I forgot I made you I have the power yeah, you have the power on my channel to screw things up, which I've done accidentally on yours. So speaking of having the power, uh the critical drinker made a terrific video about the second half of the He Man series. Oh, did that come out? I didn't yes. even know that it came out. Yeah, it came out. It was pretty funny too, because um little beta male cucky boy Kevin Smith. Oh, a uh, little hypocrite, traitor, fake nerd douchebag. Uh, he was like, he tweeted. Let me see if I can uh, find exactly what he said because it was so insightful and interesting. Bro, he's got the straight up soy boy Twitter picture, him and his dog. 
Oh, man. That's one of those, like, soy boy earmarks. Check Kevin Smith on Twitter. Not to say that a picture with your dog is soy, yeah. but they often... It's one of those things that they, they kind of categorize when they're going off to the soy boys. Anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, because he's hugging his dog like... Yeah, I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Uh, where He tweeted it out, and Tom from Midnight's Edge... There we go. Okay. Tom responded. So he says, uh, means the world or rather the universe. My likes are filled with love for Masters of the Universe Revelation. After part one, I had to wade through some bile to read positive reactions. But since part two dropped, the anger directed me in July, directed at me in July seems to have subsided. Well, I think that's because there's just no hype about it. I didn't even know it dropped. So there's no one to know that it just even came out to be mad at you. Or a lot yeah, less. He- a hundred for a hundred percent. Anyone who was interested in this that had actual passion is gone. Yeah. So you're left with stands and people who just want to get your attention and just want to look good on Twitter. No one who's actually like a fan or who would be a legitimate fan of this property. So yeah, it's, it's, you're you're confusing apathy and lack of interest for for praise. Yeah, there was a lot less vitriol for. Um, the fall of soy walker or the rise of skywalker than it was the last jedi because everybody had left by then Uh literally half the fucking fan base of people who bought tickets didn't show up for the fucking uh rise of skywalker so that's why there was less vitriol and less videos and less everything about it because people just cared less you had already ran off so many people by the time this came up i was like "Uh, i didn't even know this was happening yeah, I, I mean, that. this tweet only has 156 retweets and 2,661 likes, which is a lot, or it would be a lot, except for the fact that Kevin Smith has 3 million followers. Oh, wow. So yeah. there's no interest, dude. There's no buzz. No one gives a shit. Yeah. Um, uh, funny enough, though, in the, in the replies, Yeti casts reply. Hell, Yeti casts. Hell yeah, he goes. Uh, he he quotes um, um, Kyle Dunnigan's joke: "Being the middleman and the human centipede uh, was better than Masters of, Masters of the Universe Revelation." Oh Jesus! Uh, yeah, yeah. And I, Kyle Dunnigan's joke was that Kevin Smith was the middleman and the human. Oh, centipede hold on, the- hold on. Sorry, I gotta go real quick. I'll be right back. All good, all good. But yes, Kyle Dunnigan's great joke about Kevin Smith being the middleman in the. Uh, let me actually. You know what? Why, while, while we're losing uh, the great vigilante Williamson, I want to pull up that Kevin Smith video because that is one of the funniest guys. Rocky, you could do it. Pick me ups. Yeah, let's watch that one because it's a lot of fun while we lose Vig. Rocky, you can do it. Pick me ups. This pick me up goes out to director Kevin Smith. You know him, Kevin Kurt? Smith. Uh, yeah, the director of uh, Jane, Silent Bob, and uh, Clerks and stuff. Yeah, that's right. He just points the camera at people talking, and it's always magic. Right. Well, recently, Kevin has been suffering from a terrible backlash after releasing his new series, He-Man Revelations, on Netflix. <laughs> okay. Here's a picture of him crying. <laughs> he's not crying because of the backlash. He's crying because he's happy. Because oh. he really enjoyed the flash or something. Right. It's tears of love. Right. It's beautiful. Come on. Come but on. Now Kevin 
is so sad he may never cry again. No. Yes. Kevin is baffled that fans of He-Man are so upset by his clever twist of killing off He-Man in the first episode of He-Man. <laughs> then making the remaining episodes about a lesbian who is mad at He-Man. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. You really perverted our expiations. What? People come around laughing at you, saying you still got fat face even oh. though you lost 200 pounds. They don't know you. They don't stand that all you are is the middle car in the human centipede that is the Netflix animation development department. <laughs> Netflix takes a bite out of the He-Man IP, then shits a corporate turd into your mouth, then you, Kevin, digest it best you can. <laughs> Clench your butt cheeks and try to mold it into an interesting shape before you shit that shit into the mouths of waiting He-Man fans oh and then call it a Sunday. I wish I had the guts to make a film called Rocky and then in the first five minutes kill off Rocky and spend the rest of the film following the journey of a sullen lesbian <laughs> as she explores her identity through a severe haircut. <laughs> but I was a fool. I made something people wanted to see. I know you feel like a failure, but you have what's really important in a He-Man project. Critical acclaim. <laughs> so you keep on pushing and keep on crying, Kevin. Ah, uh, I think that's very deserved. That is very deserved to play that again. That deserves a revisit, considering that Kevin Smith still doesn't get it. He still thinks... Oh, yeah, no, people actually will like this. And so I watched Critical Drinker's review on it, which was amazing. Uh, you guys should check it out. If you haven't had a chance, watch Critical Drinker's video on it. And it, it just sounds like it gets even worse. Even worse. So Tila becomes, like, master queen of, of like, the universe. And, like, Eva Lynn, like, seduces Skeletor. And takes his power. So then the entire fight is actually between Tila and Eva Lynn. And Tila is faced with this choice where she can take all this power and become, you know, like He-Man level and sorceress level, right? But she'll have to be confined to this prison inside of Castle Grayskull or something like that. And so she's like, okay, that's the situation. Actually, I'd rather just have all the power with none of the sacrifice. And that's exactly what she does. Takes all the power, doesn't have to sacrifice living in the in the castle or whatever, and then just defeats Evelyn handily. Could you imagine like the like just extrapolate that for a second? That he got, you know, tens of thousands, probably hundreds of thousands of dollars to create that, to write that, that banal, sexist, lazy, bland insult to the fans. He made a lot of money to do that. That is staggering to me. Like, it's so lazy, it's so easy, it's so bleh. And yet, and he, like, makes a mint doing that crap what is hollywood vigilante would say it's a ponzi scheme but um god i can't I don't know if i can necessarily argue with him don't know that i can argue with him after that don't know um 
Well, I guess I'll just have to uh, fill in and vamp until Vigilante Williamson shows back up. Uh, I know you're not here to see me necessarily. We're on Vigilante Williamson's channel, but hey, I'm going to do my best to entertain. I'm going to do my best to entertain. Uh, Cosmic Fusion says, maybe Kevin didn't actually make it through that heart attack. And what we're really watching is his corpse possessed by the weakest demon in hell. Yeah, could be. Could be. Oh, he's back. <laughs> yeah, I'm back. Sorry about oh, that. They, they were, uh, I fucking spent all night cleaning just for them to come to my house so they didn't you know, smell weed. They didn't. So there you go. And so it worked. Hell. How's uh, it going, buddy? I was just you guys uh, talking about Kevin Smith. Yeah, and I played yeah. that uh, the Rocky. You could do it. Pick me up uh, from <laughs> uh, from the from uh, what's it called uh, the Kyle Dunnigan show, hmm. which is pretty fun. Yeah. Pretty fun. Um, hell, Jake D. Hell, uh, anyone who showed up since I've uh, been here. Uh, no, those, uh, that's my dog. That's a dog Gelante. If you hear him, he's just he's mad because he was locked up and there were people in the house and he just he's so angry. What kind of dog do you have? He's a Samoye. A Samoye? Yeah. He looks what is that? We just talking about. He looks like a a white Shibu Shibu Inu. Shibu Inu almost. Oh. Almost. Oh, that's, that's the wolf. that's isn't that like a Moon Moon? No. That looks like a meme dog though. Yeah, he does kind of. Very cute. Yeah. He, yeah. That dog is pretty cute. He's a uh, stubborn. Stubborn as shit, but uh, pretty cute. Yeah, is he is he all white? Yes, he is all white. Oh, white white supremacy. Yeah, well, he uh, he looks like the dog version of Luke. He kind of is because you know Luke's white. Mm-hmm. The white fluff. Really fl- Yes, very very fluffy. He's not as fluffy now because he just got a haircut. Almost, you know, I almost thought about putting him on air because he was in the room. Dog Gelante you know, Williamson. Dog, yeah, his Dog Gelante Williamson. That's what I've called him before too. Yeah, uh, he, he's he, Dog Gelante. He's he's cute. He's cool. So yeah, you might hear him. He's still pissed. So, oh poor pup. Yeah, poor pupper. Um, all right. So we we covered the Kevin Smith thing, which was hilarious. Uh, yeah. I was telling them definitely check out uh, Critical Drinker's video on, on it because it was amazing. Yeah, I can't imagine he was positive on it. Nope. Yeah. No, he says he says this time it's farcical. I think was the title of the video. Mm. Yeah, I didn't even know it happened. I, I had no. There was just no hype for it. No, no interest. They really killed. That that, that s- was a real murder of a fan base right there for no reason. Not for no it, reason. Well, yeah, I guess no, it's never for no reason. Always for the cause. But it's just like people, the He Man fans, really like who are they bothering? It doesn't I get matter. It. He's, Fandom he's in general, dude. It's he not about. Man, but just. But it's not about like particular IPs. It's about assassinating the culture. But it's just like, I, I get that. But it's still just like, did you really have to go E Man? Couldn't you use? But I guess you know what they're using everything. Every fucking thing gets it. They, every. You know, every you know, everyone gets the gulag. Everyone gets the stones. And yes, I am saying Samoye Zacks. Or I, I'm trying to say that. I don't know if that's if I'm mispronouncing it. That you know, yeah. But I, I think that is how you spell it. And that is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, but it, it, it's the entire culture, dude. No, no stone unturned. 
They will come for them all. Exactly right, Anato Mouse. That that it is not. There's no selective treatment. If if it's a strong Western value or Western character, especially a male one, it will be assassinated. That is the goal. Yeah. Is to weaken the entire culture, destroy it, and make it right for fucking communism. This isn't crazy. This is what's happening. It's, it's it is crazy, but it is true. It's crazy that it is happening, right? Right. I've, I've I've yet to become normalized to it. I've yet to be like, oh yeah, like I'm normalized to some of it, to like interest, but the the end goal never not creeps me out, scares me. You know what I mean? Never not yeah. like, oh my god, this is re- this is really fucking happening. It's just because I mean, it it sucks so much because it's like, damn it, you guys are really trying to make it so so hard to enjoy anything. They want to keep you miserable and disconnected. Yeah, I don't want to be miserable and disconnected. This may sound like a shot. I want to like some of this shit that's coming out. I want it to be good. I would love just make it mediocre. If you can't get all the way good, that's fine. Just make it mediocre. I mean, hell, that's what it, I, I didn't see it, but I kind of got the same vibes as you did. You know, I saw, said I was going to see it. I still kind of want to, but the, the Ghostbusters thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, I kind of got the vibe that all they did was just make it mediocre, but that was good enough for a lot of people. Yeah. I could be wrong. It could have been a lot of people said it was genuinely good. There was some good parts, but that's my vibe. But hey, I'll take that. I'll take not perfect, solid fan service just something decent to watch over getting my face spit in every fucking time I want to turn it, turn on Netflix. I I agree with what you're saying, but I also think it really is important to take note of what is going on and why true that it is a destruction of culture. And that to say like to hold out hope is, is um, I don't want to say naive, but it's almost like, yeah, but right. it's not even I mean it's it's but you're almost just giving them the power to 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 undermine your own, you know, values because if like you're still hopeful that they might put out something good, then it's like they still have a, the power to manipulate you. Yeah. You very true. Very true. Um Yeah, I mean but the, I guess there's a and maybe that's what makes it so unfair. There's a part of the human condition saying that just says things will get better. I think that's a natural thing, or at least hope and wish and want things to get better no matter what the situation is, no matter what you're talking about, whether it's a, uh, something that's very personal to your own life or something, you know, in culture. You just, you hope it'll get better. You you want it to get better. Um, I mean, you want it to get better, but just abandon, abandon hope, man. Abandon hope all ye. What is it? Yeah, Ben and Hope, all, all, ye, all ye who enter or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, all ye who enter. But I mean, but stop, but don't have hope. It's stupid. Like, that's why I thought, like, like remember when we, the last time the Masters of the Universe happened and we had Tom on the cocktail lounge? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Remember, yeah. remember how fucking pissed he was? He was pissed. He That was, that sucked to hear third person because he clearly was a guy who liked Kevin Smith. Clearly and was a guy who really He-Man. liked Masters of the Universe. Yeah. And to see that like that was a bad you could tell how how it really affected him you could tell that and i and my thing is like tom why did you have any hope lions fan and i i that's why i said it's like hey lions still haven't won i don't think this season no they haven't i have hope they might win one game even though they couldn't beat the fucking bears on thanksgiving 
I got hope they will win one game. You know what, though? As much as that, but it would be like no one in the NFL wins. Mm. You understand? Like, yeah. if it was just one franchise, if it was just Star Trek or just Star Wars even, mm-hmm. all right, it's every single one of them, and it's going after nerddom. For whatever yeah. reason, I think it's because it's the most passionate fans. Like they're the the strongest myths. You know, they have the most like um, foundation in the in the culture, and yeah. they they're assassinating them. They're just one by one. They're systematically destroying them. They're cucking the men. They're they're making the females more powerful. The men are weaker. They're in deference to to women. It's all upside down and backwards, and it's like supposed to be like that. Mm-hmm. It's a it it's is, a it's a confusion propaganda thing. Yes, it is entertainment. And that's why I was like, uh, Tom, why did you have? Why would you? You know where this goes, man. You got to be prepared for this because, like, that upsetness. That's what they're going for. Yeah. But it, it gets us all. We're all gonna. It's always. We're all gonna have something where it hits, and it's like, oh god, the expanse is coming up. I'm sure it's yeah. gonna suck. Fuck. It's gonna suck to cover it. You're from for you. You're gonna be like, jeez. It's in ten days. It's in ten days. Wow. Mm. Yeah, it gets a lot of stuff is about to start up because uh, Boba Fett is starting up. That Hawkeye has started up, and apparently no one's watching it. Good. Uh, which is. Which I, I I'm kind of surprised. I thought that I thought Hawkeye was going to be pretty successful, just from what I thought of Normies, and they they surprised me with that one. But I think sorry, part of that's just disinterest. But it, it's it's easy to fall in hope. It's easy to 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 just hope against hope that something to get better. And sometimes I, I find myself doing it too, just for the. Just for the fact that we need something better, man. If they just let up on one or two franchises, if there were one or two franchises that were solidly good, I think that would be huge. A lot of people like this arcane thing. I'm I'm worried about the feminism. And it's the, too you know, fucking girly, dude. It's all fucking chicks kicking ass, and and it's too many. It's too many girls. It's too many goddamn girls, dude. Yeah, it's all just and it, like I said, like and I, some some fucking asshole. I'm getting into an argument. On uh, on my video, you know, and he he's all like, like triggered about it, you know, and like typical leftist arguing in a way, like putting words in my mouth, making like, you know, making me say things I never fucking said. Oh, you think that you could kick your shit out of this girl? Like, it's just like it's not what I was saying at all. But there's a sequence there where this 12 year old girl with no special powers picks up these metal gauntlets. And then takes on an entire gang of like the tough looking enforcers. One of the guys is clearly like over 300 pounds and she just handily knocks the shit out of all of them. Yeah, she trains boxing. Big deal, dude. Big fucking deal. I'd like to see a 12 year old trained boxer beat the shit out of a 350 pound man. I'd love to see that happen. Like, because it never fucking would. So, so one of physics. No, it would. I'm thinking of, okay. One of the things that was impressive about a young Mike Tyson was that even as a teenager, he was able to fight grown men. And it was like, whoa, this teenage man is able to fight a grown man. That's incredible. He's 15. He's able to fight a a 20-year-old. How is he able to do that at 15? Because it's impressive. Because it's very biologically rare to have anyone with the biology as a child. We're not even talking about woman. We're just talking about a child fighting adults. It's so 
laughably one-sided in an adult's hand nine times out of ten. It's not even funny. So when you add the gender on top of that, that mm-hmm. makes it even more unbelievable. It's not- And she's still really young. Like, she's not even 15. Like, okay, let me just show right. you an image. Let me just show you an image. What is so hard with making... like? We like seeing people get better. We like training montages. Why can't you have a character who is... See, this is what I mean. This is legit. Dude, she beats the shit out of that guy. Why can't she earn it? Why can't she get her ass kicked the first time, have to train, and then get better? And then by the time she beats up this guy, it's like, oh, you used to get your ass kicked by this guy. And now you're beating him up. That's an impressive thing. But no, like, why does she have to beat him up? She's never gonna beat that guy up, ever. Well, I'm look at that guy. Happy, that guy is—I mean, it's a cartoon, but look at him. He's like four, three, four hundred pounds, and it's like he's an enforcer in this. He's like the badass, and that's the first guy she beats the shit out of. Then she beats the shit out of like ten more handily, mm-hmm. barely taking any abuse. Look at the gauntlets she has on her arms; they're as big as that guy's hands. How does she lift yeah. them? I was I assumed there was some some magic thing, but you guys told me there wasn't. There's no like it's no. called arcane. I thought, oh, maybe she has No, there's magic in the show, but she doesn't have any. She's just a really good fighter. Uh, it's I'm not trying. Like it's... I was I was trying to find something. I, you know, I don't want to be just hardcore, oh woke stuff bad. I'm trying I try. But Jesus, man. This is what this is what scared me off of it. Everybody is is talking about how great this show is, and it's like, man, intersectionality. I, I think I said this on the uh, cocktail lounge, which is why you should watch. Uh, it's like it's like onions, man. I'm not a big fan of onions. All yep. it takes is a few. It's just like, oh, I don't like this. It's such a good analogy. As soon as you get the taste of it, it's not you trying to be funny. It's not like it's not mentally. If even if you don't know it's cooked there, but once you find them, it's like, oh no. It's Zach. Just, Zach says. It's gonna. I'm gonna be honest. It didn't bother me at all. Listen, I don't. I don't. That's fine, man. I'm not saying don't enjoy it, but don't fucking tell me it's raining and then piss in my pocket. Yeah. It's not. You know what I mean. You can enjoy it all you want. That is ridiculous. And then she goes. Not she doesn't only just beat up that guy. She beats mm. up a whole bunch of guys. How does she even lift those gauntlets? She has no special powers. They're made of steel. And the man. That like normally cat wields them is about the size of that guy that she's that she's staring down. So how does she lift them up? Look at the size of them compared to her, like her little twig arms. Yeah, I'm just saying it looks ridiculous. It's silly. <coughs> and, and enjoy it all you want, but people are like uh, in the comments are telling me like, oh, this is why you had a problem with it. Ooh, she trained. Ooh. It's like all right, you can like it all you want, but don't tell me that my criticisms aren't valid. That's that's I mean. What are you saying? Yeah. I don't get it. It's it's still too improbable. I, I, I get that. And enjoy it all you I want, but that. don't tell me it's bullshit. Yeah. But you know what? Even me, I was just trying to meet it halfway because people just want entertainment. I think that's why that's why people, that's why there's so much, you know, fanfare. Maybe they broke it down a wall for a lot of us where some people, oh, just accept a, a little bit of feminism. That's just, exactly please what give it me is. something watchable. Please. That's exactly. And there's a lot of women in this show, man. A lot of powerful women, and and like, uh, th- there's a father figure that you know. Spoiler alert! If you don't want to hear about this, you know, tune out. Oh yeah, spoiler alert! Even though I haven't seen it, but spoiler alert for the show in case we hit a spoiler. There, there's there is a father figure, but he dies. You know, of he course. saves the he he dies saving the day. 
Um, and then every other male is either evil, uh, corrupt, or like kind of incompetent. Like there's like one other guy, but he's disabled, so he's good. But then like his partner is getting seduced by money and power, so he's you know kind of incompetent. Then it's like everyone, every other male is either is bad, you know, like the, the, you can, if you can kind of see in the back, like there's this dude right here. If you can see him, kind of uh, right, but he's the main, yeah, yeah. he's the main antagonist anyway. So he's straight up evil, but his like enforcers, like when they get to the second part of the show where it's like you know, uh, in the future or whatever, all his enforcers are these giant blonde white guys. <laughs> You know what I mean? Almost all the cops are white guys. There's one guy who's like Asian and one woman who's like Iranian or whatever. But that's it. It's like, don't tell me this isn't intersectional, guys. Like, you know, enjoy it. It's fine. But um, yeah, Zach's makes a good point. He says it's ridiculous, granted, but it's a newly established world universe. I get more annoyed when the rules have been established and they change them. Yeah, I think that does get more. Because, yeah, there's so much hype about this. A lot of people are, are just like, you know, just blindly going with the hype. Um, and I'm yeah, not saying why. it still might be good, but it, it's, you know, you point out the intersectionality. You, I think it's still good to point it out. Yeah. And it is intersectional. I mean, it, it is like it... laughable. Like, so are there any like women that are bad or do all the women um, happen to be good guys? Well, OK, so the story is. And it's kind of interesting, but correct me if I'm wrong, Zach. I'm pretty sure I know where this is going. So she has a little sister, mm-hmm. um, this girl. And the little sister is like always makes these little bomb things and mm-hmm. they never work. And so they go on this final mission um, to rescue. They go to rescue their father figure guy, which was like, mm-hmm. okay, it's pretty interesting. It all kind of works. And then the girl, the, the green-haired girl... Uh, they told her to stay home mm-hmm. and she's just like, no, I can save them. And so earlier she found these little magic rock things that are kind of explosive. So she she gets the bombs that you know, she makes and puts a little explosive magic rock in them and is like sitting outside the window while she's fighting all these people. And the other two, her other friends are helping the father figure escape, right? So. Yeah. Then she drops one of her little bombs because she thinks they need to be saved, and it blows up the building, kills two of their friends, and uh, basically destroys the entire rescue attempt. So you're like, oh, that's actually pretty interesting character development. And then what ends up happening is the girl, the little sister, becomes evil because the guy in the back ends up embracing her, and the girl becomes Jinx. And she's like a mass murderer now. Like she's like straight up evil, which is like, oh, that's actually pretty interesting. Um, You know, but I'm fairly certain that the jinx is going to be redeemed by the end of the show. And it will have been his. It will have been. Yeah, I'm almost positive. That's the arc of the show. I don't know, but that's the feeling I keep getting. I see. And no, Kai is the first one who told me about Arcane. Hell, Kai MFS. I still have not seen Arcane. It's working like a crazy person, so I haven't had time to check it out. I still might check it out. I still might check it out. Because uh, everybody is just effusively, you know, effusive over it. You're, you're kind of the only one I've heard 
you know, even point out that there is intersectionality, let alone kind of cosmic fusion saw it too. Uh, cosmic fusion, hell, cosmic. Yeah, he, fusion. Oh, he, speaking he of which, he said, he said something about the hair color. Whatever, uh, blue, green, who gives a fuck? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But yeah, so it's like okay, it's interesting, but I I still don't trust I don't trust it to stick the landing at all. I'm, like I, uh, I it just feels too much of the same. It feels is, like is all she the, same the only tropes. negative. Is she the only woman that does anything wrong? Well, then there's this the most rich woman okay. in the in the in the little kingdom or whatever. Of course, a woman of color. Uh, uh, she, right. she and she's a pretty good character, but she is manipulating this guy. Who's like in who who kind of invented practical magic? So now she's in, manipulating him to be like political, and kind of use like use him. And so like you could argue she's bad. Yeah. Huh. So Cosmic Fusion is saying uh, he actually stands by Matt's assessment of the show. It was so close to being actually good. They're just getting smarter with how they layer in the propaganda. Yeah, it's, it's super the same intersectional. Shit. Super so I ha- intersectional. I have a um, a, what's the word? An angels advocate ask question. So, and maybe you know, I'll take it a little bit outside the show. Just because something is intersectional, does that mean it's necessarily bad? I would say yes because it's it's doing the flip of re- it's like it's turning reality on its head. You know what I mean? Like it's not, it's like it's not honoring. You know, like what makes, like, how do I put this? It's like, oh, I don't know how to say this without coming across like an asshole. But it's just like that's not like what is the message to girls here? You can do it. You're super great. But you can kick the shit out of men. Yeah, that's a bad message power. for women because they're just gonna get hurt. Women power. No. And that's not the real existence of a woman, like a great woman. Like, yeah, there's MMA fighters and stuff like that. There's the outliers, but like, that's not really the virtue of a woman. I don't know. Like, I, I it's, mm-hmm. it's still wrong. It's like it's putting the male role of protector, and uh, you know what I mean, like safeguarding on a woman and taking it from men. I'm trying to. So, because I'm like, well. I'm not going to argue because I was almost in my head about to come up with uh, what's her uh, what's her name? Uh, Ripley. But then you said honor reality. I'm like, uh, she does still kind of honor reality, doesn't she? Because there's too many. I feel like you could write a, a female protagonist well in an action. Yeah, oh, 100 percent. I agree with that. And, and not. Like. Like Ripley. In aliens is still honoring like yeah. um like nurturing instincts like it's still like what makes a woman powerful like that nurture you know that that like that protective instinct that love like that's why she goes after uh the kid why she goes yeah, after yeah, Newt yeah. it's a maternal thing and that's something that's more reflective of reality or more yeah. reflective of 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 the virtues that make up our genders you know why like the yin and yang yeah but what they do in this one is like they take they they it's like it's like the all or, it's like they get everything like the female characters get all of it they get the toughness the protective instincts they also get like the nurture they, they, they get it all like there's no room for men in this representation like it's like they're only the villain like it it, it just keeps happening 
so basically, uh, she don't need no man. It's the the message of the the show. I mean, I I haven't seen any kind of romantic in- interest for her at all. Even if she, uh, I, I mean, when I see that haircut, I, I tend to be a bit judgmental. Like, oh, here we go. Uh, I it, it like I, yeah, like there's no. The only sex there, there was sex, and the only time it was it happened was to manipulate this guy. Ah. Uh, which is the same thing they did in Masters of the Universe Part 2. It's the same thing. The sex was used to manipulate a man to give a female power. It's intersectionalism, dude. What I tell you guys about MGTOW, I got to watch these hoes. Um, she's bi or lesbian, subtle romance plot with a female cop. And uh, Cosmic Fusion says he, he's going to have to rethink his positions because he's on too much on the same page. I'm telling uh, you, man. You on this. Oh, man. It's subversive shit, but it's real. That sucks, Kai. If you're still here, what do you have to say? Because you've been pretty much pushing this. You, you've been in a lot. You were the first person, not just you. Uh, you were the first person I saw, and then everyone, Arcane, 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 Arcane. Everyone loves it. Everyone loves it. And I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna check it out. But I, you know, I, as I said, I'm not sure if you were here. Intersectionality is it can be like onions to me. Like rather, I, I I'm not a fan of onions. Doesn't matter if I know it's cooked in there or not. Once I come across one. It's like it's gonna affect the whole dish for me, and that's how I kind of felt about Arcane. It looks like it could be intersectional. It says Vi uh, got smacked around pretty good by that male gang. They still won the fight, though. Mm. They still won the fight. She never loses. She is very yeah. much like Ray, and like yeah, okay, we see her training like once. I, dude, I don't give a fuck if she came out the womb learning how to kickbox. She's not beating that guy. Yeah, he's just too big. Look why how fucking always, big he is. Why do they always have to fight like the hugest? And huge even if it was, I could even maybe accept it if it was just him. She goes on to beat an entire gang of these guys. No special powers. It's ridiculous. I, I'm surprised that everyone's into this shit, man. It's really weird. I'm like, you guys don't see this? But that's why I asked the question, does intersectionality automatically make something bad? Because I think there are people who are either willing to forgive intersectionality if it's not too much. You know, they they can mind a few onions to keep that analogy going. Or they don't notice that they're there. They just eat opinion, My opinion on that is, yes, if it's intersectional, it's bad because it's propaganda at its heart. Mm. It's not a story. That's fair. That's fair. Well, because uh, I'm I'm trying to be fair to the creative process, and honestly, obviously, I'm I'm not. Hollywood has no. Um, this is not necessarily about Hollywood per se. Hollywood has no benefit of the doubt. I I pretty much always assume negative, but I'm thinking that okay, we have a generation of kids who are growing up with this shit. And some of them are going to make media on their own and take this shit as as golden. And in the same way we took all the material we took when we were younger, they, they're going to take it. And so when they create things and they create things that happen to have intersectionality, it's not necessarily going to come from the pro- it hasn't happened yet. This is this is actually five, ten years off. Right. Uh, but it's not going to come from the same heart of propaganda. So what I'm trying to at least consider as somebody who's creative and knows how hard it is to come up with something 
is it possible that something can be come up with that does have these tropes, it does have some of the stuff, but it's still coming from a process of I'm trying to make something that's entertaining. I have a story to tell and I'm using all these things. All right, I'm not necessarily saying that's the case, but I'm trying to see, can it be, can someone at least have uh, good intentions when making something that, that oh. ends up intersectional? I believe most of it is good intentions. And, and you know what? Let me even clarify that. When I say good intentions, I mean the intention of making something good, not just, oh, I want you know to change the world with my wokeness. It's like, no, I do want to do that, but this story, I, I feel something about this story, and I want the story to be told. That's what I mean. Well, look, look what Morgan Holloway says. I think it's because I'm so weak, but I've always loved making excessively strong and or tough female original characters. Mm. So, I it, mean... There's something there's something there, I suppose. I mean, obviously, there's an audience member right here in this chat. Yeah. Says, uh, always love excessively strong. So maybe that's, see, that's another thing. There, there are other audience members outside of us. And mm -hmm. yes, since you're dildo, buzz, buzz, I saw you walk in. And we are bishing about strong women again. But I'm, try, I'm trying to take a slightly different approach. I'm mm -hmm. trying to figure out, like, I don't want to, I don't, like I said earlier, I don't want to bish about this stuff. I do want to just turn... I want to turn on Arcane, turn my head off and just say, yeah, that was good and go about my life and just feel entertained. And so I'm, what I'm trying to do is kind of like we're having a conversation. I'm trying to figure out, OK, is is all that or instead of all the glitters go is all that, you know, is all this shit is every everything that has a strong woman isn't necessarily bad because of that. I will say uh, this. I did just go to Wikipedia and just quickly scan the plot synopsis. I'm not going to spoil it. But I will say the final episode, I'm actually surprised at the angle they took. It's not where I thought they were going to go with it. Mm. Well, that's, so, that's, that's positive. You know, there could be more to it than, than it's just purely the basic, banal, predictable, intersectional storyline. So, you know, maybe I could be a little cagey, could be mm. a little, you know, oh, there's girls in it. It must suck, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, I found it like it, very uh, implausible because it's, it's just, it's like David and Goliath, right? Like mm -hmm. if David didn't beat Goliath by f punching him, mm -hmm. right? He got clever. Yeah. He used a yeah. slingshot to take out the, the eye of the Cyclops. Like that is not what this show emulates. Like you just look, that's David and Goliath, right? You know, so she, yeah. she shouldn't be able to just take him, but she does. So basically, David and Goliath, and David just tries harder and punches out Goliath. You're like, all right, well, there's no, there's nothing to gain from that story. <laughs> you can't learn, like, there's nothing, there's no virtue in that. Like, and it's, it's even worse because it's like, it's, I don't know, like, the virtue is almost like, yeah, girl, if you're like getting attacked by a guy, just punch him. And, and you'll win. It's like, that's ridiculous. Like you have to, if she was more clever or, you know what I mean? Like utilize his weakness or, you know, maybe like tricked him by like luring him into a fight and then broke the bridge that they were standing on. Something like that. It would be, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but she just straight up just goes in fisticuffs and then wins and then beats everyone in this whole gang with no, really no resistance. And it's like, well, all right. I guess there's no journey for this character to go on because she's as powerful as she can be. Fun. Mm. You know, I'm still I'm still going to check it out just because I'm interested to see what I think of it. Mm -hmm. Because I, I said, like you know, I haven't even saw the thing. 
even though I was I was sort of defending it. I was just trying to not necessarily defend it, but just because I, I don't want to hate everything. And I don't want to I know Lord knows I'm probably the most conspiratorial guy out the out the whole fucking fandom menace. It's not me, it's like Wes. Um but I I, I don't want to see this shit everywhere, right? I want to I want and this is probably how they they're able to to get people uh on board or or to give passes for things. I genuinely want to like the not necessarily this sort of stuff, but I just I genuinely want something to like. I genuinely just want something to entertain me. And that's why I think some people are forgiving. They'll just like, eh, I'll, I'll, I'll deal with the onions because it's better than nothing. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're 100% right. And yeah. And Tree Rock Creations is, uh, he had a few good comments. He says, uh, at, at me, strong woman. What is a strong woman? A woman that acts tough and beats up a man is not strong to me. She's more experienced and lucky. LOL. And then he says, uh, Woman with a gun is not strong. She's just a woman with a gun. Take that gun away from her, and she is weak. So I, I, I definitely agree with that stuff. So, and Morgan yeah. Holly agrees too. She says the super o, this super OP woman sours the story. There needs to be a real struggle. I agree. Mm. Uh, Zach says in this fight, I took the gauntlets as being powerful, not her. But as far as I I remember, like there's nothing established to those gauntlets being any kind of special power. Now maybe I missed it, but I didn't like this. This whole universe is very steampunk. Um, mm-hmm. But I didn't see her like click on the power and they started just going. Like it just looked like they were heavy steel gauntlets. But even so, I mean, if that's the case, dude, then there's nothing. There's really no threat that she can't defeat. If if you know if she if she just needs to put these magical gauntlets on, then it's like, well, then what's the what's the struggle of this story? Mm. I don't know. I it, it, I can't I can't shake the feeling that this is the same kind of bullshit. Yeah, maybe just slightly better head, better done. Because yeah, it's. A lot of people, you know, a lot of people in the, in the so-called fandom are, are still pretty high on it. And, and I, like I said, I, I got to give it, um, you know, check it out. And I guess yeah, Cosmic Fusion is shown to be extra heavy. So that makes it uh, even crazier because how could somebody... Because, like, okay, I, I know we're putting real-life physics on our anime and stuff. I know uh, in before those comments, this isn't real. You guys are thinking too much about it. I know, I know. But, like, how could somebody, let's say a hundred pounds even, lifts two gauntlets that each have to be thirty pounds apiece, and then throw a punch? I mean, there has to be there has to be some kind of rules to this world. Like it can't just be, you know what I mean? It can't like there has to you have to have whatever physics are established in this world. They have to be consistent. Yeah. Uh, two comments. Since dildo, our our friend, uh, says you must have missed him when you were rolling your eyes. Yeah. And Zach, I will say this. He says all our friends got killed. Did that happen to Ray? We can't that can't be the standard where like, well, it's not as intersectional as Ray Skywalker, therefore it's like, well, there's levels to this shit and there's spectrum to this shit. So they can still add elements of the hero's journey journey. I'm not even sure if we're saying that she's a Mary Sue. Saying it's intersectional doesn't necessarily mean she's a Mary Sue. Um, it just means that there's an intersectional element to it. So I I, I don't necessarily think that she has to, you know, she's not, it doesn't look like she's struggleless. It doesn't look like she's totally, uh, um, you know, super perfect person. You know, there, there's some things that happen, but um, 
Yeah, I don't think she necessarily has to be Ray for us to complain. Anything that's less intersectional than Ray, we should just be okay with. Okay, no sound because we don't want any Netflix. So she just, I mean, even the video, we should probably just, you know, not play it like too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to, but I mean, because it, it, it's not even much of a f- fight as I remember. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like he just, look, bing, one shot. So she one shots the guy. I guess they do have hydraulics in them. Okay. But, there's still no explanation of how she can lift them. Bro, and tell me she doesn't look like a dude there. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. They just make the women men. That's what they do. Yeah. And they're Some always lesbians. They're always gay. Like, it's never... There's never, like, any healthy heterosexual relationships. There's never any, like, deference to men ever. And it, it, it's... I don't know, man. It all just feels like it's undoing men. Yeah, speaking of gay, I just had to do this. <laughs> gay! Never had any super chats or anything, so I just wanted to play a drop. Um, but then look, okay, look at all the other people back there. She defeats all of them handily. Every one of these people she defeats one by one. And they're all adults. She's still like 13 or something. Like, look, just a great fighter. No struggles. She, no one landing punches. Okay, so now it's not just these things. It's like because she for her to dodge punches, she has to have like reflexes and shit. Like she like did. 12... I'll, I'll give her this. She did. They did show her training her boxing. So they established she's been working on this skill. And like the guy who was like her mentor could have given her the skills. I'm not saying it's completely all unfounded, but. I mean, like I said, like she, she doesn't have anywhere to go. She's already like amazingly great boxer, great fighter. She can just beat everybody handily. It's like, it doesn't, you know, this is the third episode of nine. Yeah. <sighs> it I don't is. Oh, sister Dildo, he says, uh, me and me and your gay relationship is pretty compelling. Thanks. So, Thanks, sentient Dildo. I'm glad you're compelled. I mean, okay, Kai's saying uh, she's been established as a brawler. Yeah, chime in. You know, with it for a dad, uh, and she's using super weapons that would hurt like Holy Hall to get hit with. I mean, I watched the show, dude. I I didn't just pull this up, you know, out of nowhere. I mean, I think we just watched it. I gotta watch it. I gotta watch it for myself and, and judge. I watch for myself. I think, you know, certain things. I think a lot of people are able to suspend disbelief. You know, now I'm, I'm at, uh, wondering a different question. I already know the answer to it just for myself. I'm gonna go ask the question. We do see things differently from doing this. Like we we are we are starting to like, and I always hate it when I I notice that with critics of other things. Like you're you're critic you you become such a critic, and I'm not saying that's happening in this case. No, I'm not saying. But, but you know, you become such a critic. That you you're now incapable of enjoying it, and now seeing it from the side, sometimes it's because you can't unsee things. So once you've seen something, uh, you can't help but to see it. Why is Morgan Holloway tossing the mark in the beast? Did I lose two subs? No, no, because uh, vigilante uh, vigilante Munchausen tipped you. Oh, I didn't see the tip. <coughs> I didn't see the tip. 
Uh, you know what? Real quick, while I look up the tip, where's the? Uh, look, it says I love how they show her having trouble lifting them and then just flinging them around like they're made of cardboard. See, I, you know, I would love to get the establishment of the, those uh, gauntlets. That's gonna. They're not established. There, there is no establishment. They show them hanging in a bar once, and then he brings them to the mission, and she just puts them on. That's it. There is no other backstory. Hmm. They never even suggested she could use them huh so okay real quick vigilant vigilante moonchilder with a very evil very evil uh super chat i'm not as smooth as matt i need to come up with more drops but i got something for you come on england you tell us something your mom doesn't know yeah oh i love that all right, uh, for uh, evil $6.66. I thought I lost uh, $2,000, wasn't was it? Uh, it just says fight the good fight every moment. Uh, we will. We will, uh, Darius. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Anonymous says pick up 40-pound dumbbells and try swinging punches. See how many yeah. you can do. Do it with 10. Do it with exactly. 10. Exactly. I used yeah. to try to do it with 10, like, and that shit was shit. Mm-hmm. Or like the like real small ones and, and try to throw it at a heavy bag. Fuck that. It sucks. So there's no way you can pick up two fucking kettlebells and start swinging them hoes around. You know what I mean? She's OP as fuck, dude. And it's like, what? what, what yeah, okay. So she trained a little bit of boxing. Okay. So I, I mean, I, put up a, a you know a tough 14 year old girl. I'm sure there's 14 year old girls who know how to box. Put them up against a real man and just and then see what happens. Yeah. Just an average man. Doesn't even need to be a fighter. Just a full grown adult man. Why don't you, Why don't they just pick her up and throw her off the bridge? She's tiny. Huh. I does say that the gauntlets get elaborated. World building, got to keep watching. There's zero error, uh, info dump. So they try to so allow three episodes things to later. Be. I need information that validates what I already watched. Um, that's not great storytelling, Kai. Let's check it out. Kai, to, Kai, that would be, you wrote you wrote a book. That'd be like you re- you releasing a short addendum after your book came out, explaining technology that happened in chapter eight. Why? Yeah. That means you made a mistake. Okay. Um, it says honestly, at this point, say watching the software. So, yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna check it out myself. I still want to check it out. I still want to check it out. Nine forty. Zach. Zach. Okay. Let me. Let me. Okay. Zach's. Let me address. Sorry, I just want to address Zach's question. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, why do you accept lightsabers? I accept magical technology. I accept that there's arcane stuff in there. But if in if it if in New Hope. Luke, if I saw him one time swinging the, the lightsaber around and then he chopped his way through Vader and uh, the Emperor and all these bad guys all at once without any resistance, I don't think I'd find it very compelling. Mm. Oh, then there'd be a big mon- Then the Rancor comes and he can't defeat that. I mean, all right. There's not really a lot of place for his character to go. Like... Luke, you know what I mean? Like you have to struggle and lose a lot before you, I, I will un, I will accept that you can beat all these people. And especially if Luke was like a middle schooler mm-hmm. and then was on the Death Star and then just chopped his way through like, you know, all these badasses and, and you know what I mean? And like Vader watched on while he couldn't do anything. Like it wouldn't be interesting. Like it's not like... It, it, the character needs to earn shit and develop and struggle and then can defeat 
like already established bad guy. Like, I, 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 am I really like this crazy? Does this sound this wild? See, without knowing the, the context of the show itself, I could. I mean, I, I saw that segment. I saw, I saw that, and then uh, Kai's bringing up this point, which I thought could have happened. He says actually he does introduce something in like chapter eight, and gives the context later. He says you don't have context for the comparison because you only watched the first three episodes. I watched the first no, six sorry. episodes, Kai. Ah, first six. Mm-hmm. So it's the last third. Did the, didn't they release them in threes, like mm-hmm. uh, three episode uh, packs each week? I think something like that. Shows Netflix is starting to learn. You can't just dump everything at once. Um, so did when did the last few episodes come out? Was it last week or the week before? I don't even know. Yeah, sure. Ah. <laughs> All right. Uh, and now we we got arguments from. Uh, uh, I'll say first six sounded like first three. Though he was talking, we, we were specific to that episode because that was the one of the first three. Because um, and the thing is, Kai, my whole point is, I'm not saying you can't enjoy it. Enjoy whatever you want. Uh, if you like it, that's great. I just I got into an argument with someone in the com- comments of one of my videos trying to explain to me how this isn't intersectional or it wasn't even saying that, just like defeating all my arguments. And so I'm getting a little like. Wait a minute. Listen. Enjoy it all you want. Don't tell me it's not intersectional. That's my. I'm a little frustrated with that. It's like, do you see that? Come on, man. That little girl beating the shit out of fully grown men. Fuck you. That's intersectionalism. That's little badass girls stabbing giants in the eye in Game of Thrones. It's the same shit. It's Ray Skywalker not needing to be fucking taught. It's Tila from fucking Masters of the Universe. It's all the same shit. It's all the same shit. It's females inhabiting traditional male roles and doing it better. Intersectionalism. You know, I got another question. And it's not necessarily about this. So there have been moments that, like I, I, I say, predate wokeness that would exist woke that may be uh, intersectional. I'm trying to think. Pretty much, there was a good portion of Angelina Jolie's career, and she didn't really beat guys up, but she would be in roles that were typically like, whether it was Tomb Raider or, or even Wanted, where it's just like she's this super badass character, almost fiction a lot like this could never happen in real life and we we just all accept it but we spend this belief to watch the show oh kit this is another example of the same thing hit girl from kick-ass she's 12 year old she beats the shit out of a bunch of grown men and kills the it's it's completely over the top i i accepted that though because it's such a slapstick movie the first kick-ass i, I didn't even see the second one i never um, saw it I, I like the first kick-ass it's it does such a slapstick vibe that you just sort of just don't take it seriously. But that's a great example of something like this is completely unrealistic, completely fake. Can never happen. And we it, it's not going to be called intersectionality. It's not necessarily being made for that purpose. It's just like somebody just decided to make that character. It's context. It's context, mm-hmm. right? Like I I'm because it it's such a coordinated propaganda effort right if arcane existed in a world in the 90s i wouldn't even think about it i might not love it but i wouldn't be picking it apart with forceps the way i am but it's everything else it's star trek it's doctor who it's star wars it's westworld it's the expanse it's every goddamn property 
men pushed aside women's center stage kicking everyone's ass doing better than everyone if this had existed in a vacuum maybe it's not that bad in the context of all media reducing male roles to side characters and women being the best ever and men being either incompetent or evil how can i look past it why would why would i look past it mm. that's all interesting this is an interesting conversation between everyone. Like, lot, lots of good thoughts. Like, I don't even know what to say. It was a comment. Oh, this is a question. Why does it have to be realistic? It has to have a, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be realistic, but things do need an, uh, a consistent logic and it needs to be relatable to the real world, even if it's fictional. That's exactly it. So, even. To go back to Star Wars, it doesn't. It, it's not realistic that you can have this laser beam sword and shoot lasers and move things with your mind. None of that is realistic. But you created a rule set for this world, and there's some relatable elements of of the humans and of the people we interact with. They interact with with each other like we might if we existed in such a world. So that's just uh, a necessary for for people to kind of let their guard down. Suspend the disbelief that you need for entertainment and watch. Well, so and the virtue of the story has got to help your life. It needs to give you some sort of wisdom or insight or entertainment or something that is translatable to the real world for it to have value. Like yeah. Star Wars, perfect example because it's a hero's journey to a T, is that, you know, through hard work and discipline and limiting temptations, you can become a more powerful person and potentially defeat the evils in your own life. Mm. That's the virtue. If you don't need to do those things, if you're not honoring the process of being a human, what's the value of the story? What's the point of even telling it? Mm. So I wanted uh, your reaction to a couple of points Kai made. And again, I'm glad because he's the one who uh, no, said no, he's for it. Uh, fully grown men. Nah, her dad was a fully grown man, but the guys in the warehouse were street thugs, meaning 17 to 24 or so, not much older, so they're not trained fighters. So that's his okay. argument. Okay. Still, my, I still say put a 24-year-old man up against a 14-year-old trained girl. I do not see her coming out on top. And he says they're not propping up the females while putting down the males. They have positive male role models, even the bad guys' nuance, and the rumors screw things up, which we talked about with Jinx. Uh, and the source of the problem, because um, that's the kind of a uh, who, who are the positive there. role males besides Valen who who dies. As long as the female and the male respect that, I don't think an argument can be made that it's propaganda. Well, I, I would even push back there. I mean, you can make subtle propaganda. You can make some. That's why I, I use the term good attention. I mean, I don't. There's there there is a place where you can be making something for the point of a story, and you do have a good story to tell, but you're adding in other elements, and then rather than not propaganda, maybe. And argue. that's not a fully grown man. What is that? If that guy's not fully grown man, how big is he gonna get? There's something that I, yeah. He Come on, big. man. You can say you like it, but don't don't twist reality. Look at that. Look at that dude. Yeah. Come on. Even in the context of the show. Yeah. I love that you can just pull things up. It's so cool. That's great. You just pull things up. This is so awesome. 
Um, I gotta check the show out. You know what? I'm a little bit more jazzed to see the show. I'm still. I'm actually gonna still try not to watch it with a crit as critical eye, despite this conversation. Mm-hmm. But like, man, I, I really want. I I want to see for myself. I've even changed the title to "Is Arcane Woke." Because we spent so much time talking about it, and now I mm-hmm. feel like that's the, kind of the main subject of the show. That I, I really, and it's been an interesting conversation. Uh, unfortunately, it's been a bit depressing. The cosmic fusion says a uh, bit depressing. Just convinced me we further we lost the culture war. Yeah, we we lost the culture war before any of us joined. The culture war lo- was lost long ago. It was lost long ago. Like the entire time we, the culture war was lost before they even started filming the um, the Force Awakens. Before they even started filming the uh, Ghostbusters 2016, which apparently people in the media are trying to bring back up because of the new Ghostbusters. It, it was already lost before it started. It was already lost because all of the media, all of the powers to be were already established on one side. So so there was really no chance. Um, I wanted to address one thing. And I don't want to keep having this argument because it's like, I, you know, I don't want to be completely at odds with everyone here. I love you guys, you know, but he says, uh, yeah, I hear you, but those construction gloves crush rocks and shit. I'm not underestimating how much that would hurt. Now, now, as I remember, as I recall, the construction gloves you're talking about were powered by those little arcane gemstones that those guys ended up inventing and they had to power them up with those arcane gemstones. When at this point in the show, those gemstones don't even exist yet. He has to invent them later, and there's definitely no sequence where she powers those things up with any kind of arcane ability. Hmm. Doesn't happen. So I see what you're saying, and if that was the case, I could accept it. I still don't see the point in in your story with you having your your budding protagonist still already be able to kick everyone's ass this early on in the show. I think it's. It's undermining her growth as a character, and it doesn't help the payoff when she would eventually win the fight. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, I still think you're putting street brawling on a girl. It's intersectional. <laughs> I, I don't know. There's something. There's something to that. Even if there is an explanation of the the the, the gloves that in concept, but I don't know. I don't know. I I, I gotta check it out for myself to judge. There's no way I could I could really call it without seeing it and uh, you know I, the whole point of this is me asking questions about it because yeah. i heard so much hype um and uh the little gloves she has are construction gloves they're just a regular model not the super advanced version that would blow up your skull with a punch well I, again i haven't i haven't seen it but i, I and i know there's some hydraulics involved but just her lifting those gloves has its own degree unless you know there's a way that she lifts them that makes sense that is explained some point in the story. I mean, if you, the average person couldn't just grab 40 pound dumbbells and just swing them around. But Kai does. He says the strongest argument in favor of what you're saying, which I haven't heard you bring up, is the brawl they had with the other kids in episode one. She uh, uh, didn't walk away unscathed. So what? She still wins. It's a fight. Of course she's not going to walk away unscathed. She doesn't walk away unscathed from this fight, but she still comes out on top. Mm-hmm. I mean, she doesn't lose a fight. She's never lost. Yeah, I'm all. I think in general, regardless, you should always have your protagonist lose early so they can win later. And, it's and we're still overlooking. She's a fucking girl, and she's yeah. beating the shit out of men left and right. That's not how the world works, guys. I'm sorry. There are a few women that can do that. Most can't. Yeah. Tell, like, what are we doing here? What story are we telling? 
I'm not saying women can't kick ass and whatever, but it's like, like I said, it's context. It's the fact that it's in everything. It's an atomic blonde. It's all these movies where women are just handily beating the shit out of men five times their size. It's like that's not the way the world works, guys. When you walk out in the world and you, you interact with women and stuff like that, do they seem like street fighters? But like a man, just a random guy, you'd have to think twice, no matter who he is, about fighting him because you never know. But a woman... Man, I'm sorry. I'm not scared of women when I walk around. I don't think most of them could kick the shit out of me. I don't even think it doesn't even cross my brain. And they don't think about it either. Because that's not the way the nature is. Why do I have to am I I sound like a crazy I feel like a crazy person right now. No, I have the perfect drop for how you feel. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> oh yeah. Um I gotta check it out. I got not like I said. Now I'm, I'm kind of hype for this this intersectionality, and a female cousin is a, a Muay Thai fighter, but that is a specific case. Yeah, and I've even said, man, listen, okay, wait. In in truth, both uh, Weile Zhang and Thug Rose will probably beat the shit out of me, but I'm over 300 pounds. I'm gonna, even though I'm probably gonna get pieced up, I'm grabbing one of them bitches and choking the shit out of. Me. They're probably that's probably not gonna happen. No, but in my and, own head. And Kai, I know I I don't personally know female fighters. I've trained with a few of them, and I'm not sitting here saying that there aren't women who kick the shit out of me. There are plenty, and they don't even need to go that far up the professional line. Like you don't you know just women in a in a boxing gym could probably tune me up. I'm not saying that. They're the extreme minority. Yeah. I and look, I say like. It's not even that. It's it's like I said. It's this coordinated media campaign. Like it's it's all the it's if it, it, like I said, if this existed in a vacuum, fine. But it's everything. It's all media now. All women are are. I, I'm you know, I'm I'm tired of hearing myself talk about this. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, I guess yeah. I guess we could probably put a pin on it because now we're 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 starting to spin in circles. I gotta check it out. I have to check it out myself. Um, I think we we had some interesting thoughts and interesting concepts to me about the nature of intersectionality and in, in media in general, and like uh, it, I think it's funny because once people, a lot of people like arcane, and that's a huge element. Once people like something, it's a lot more forgivable, you know, because they obviously did something. They obviously in this series have done something well enough to attract people. And so once you've done that, once you actually put in, and some of this put in the work, I argue if fucking Marvel would have wrote competent stories and done competent art, even if they were wildly woke over this period of time, the past five or seven years, they would have been a lot more successful just, just by having the, just by being competent, just by attempting competence. And this kind of proves me right. You know what I mean? Rat, there's there's probably some element of intersectionality. Maybe you're overstating it. Maybe it's not. I got to check it out myself. Mm -hmm. But it just proves that if you would have tried to make something for the sake of making it or for the sake of making it good, you would have got a lot further than just ham-fisted uh, intersectionality. Pun not intended because she has those uh, gauntlets. Because, because people are defending it because they like it. And they like it because they actually tried to make something people like, even if they were being intersectional about it. Yeah, fair enough. I think that's yeah. valid. And, you know, I I went in there with an open mind trying to watch the show. And I, I guess the thing was, I didn't even like, these moments didn't stick with me so much that it ruined my enjoyment of the show. 
I just, that it's a sticking point with everyone else. It's like, well, I mean, I politely look the other way, but don't tell mm-hmm. me it's not unrealistic. Like it's, I, I yeah, I, I still like, I just, I, I don't know why that's confusing as to what my issue with that is like, but all right, whatever. Um, there, but I just feel like I, I, there was a lot of me looking the other way with that show. A lot of being like, oh, boy, there's a lot of girls in charge. There's a lot of girls calling the shots. A lot of mm-hmm. Just a lot of girls in this show. And it's like, like I said, in a vacuum, fine. In context of modern culture, ugh. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, la- this has got to be the last point because uh, I do want to yeah. get on something else. We don't got that much time anyway. No. I, I want to, didn't want to end on this. Uh, but we shouldn't hold animation to higher standard live action. I disagree wholeheartedly. Entertainment is entertainment. And honestly, at this point, I, I kind of hold animation to a higher standard because we get higher standard stuff from animation than we do live action. I think it's actually better uh, on average. So, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that, that was an interesting conversation. A lot of people had a lot to say, and I, I, I got to check out Arcane. It's, it's not a controversial, it's almost hot topic to me. Sort of thing. Yeah. That's no, it's cool. interesting to be on the other, other side of a discussion with people. Um, about this type of stuff because it's so often we are just agreeing with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's cool. It, it, hey, I got to give them credit for the. Lead. They must have tried. They must have tried to some extent to get people to like it as much as they do. So I got to check it out. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, the animation's great. It looks great. Like it's a beautiful looking show. The um the world itself that they inhabit is interesting because it's all steampunky. Mm-hmm. which is pretty fun. And then the fact that there's this magic kind of lingering in the background is pretty interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Pauly. <laughs> Pauly. I disagree with the panel chat. And anyone who watches the replay, what are we disagreeing about? Uh, apparently, rather than not, uh, Arcane is intersectional. Uh, that's that's the that's the big topic that's hot in the streets. Then what, um, there was something else I wanted to get into before we got out of here, though. And I can't think of it now because we've been talking about Arcane for the last. Well, oh, there was that that poor victimized oh, woman. Jesus, yeah, that thing. Did, Did you, you have? Uh, yeah, I guess we could go ahead and in that in the show now. I want to know something positive. Um. Okay, so I have a CNN article. Okay, yeah, CNN, that's... BBC, or The Hill. Which one do you want? The Hill will probably be the fairest of the three. Okay. So let's check them out. Oh, this woman isn't just, she didn't just write a memoir. She's actually a published author. I didn't know this. Oh. All right. Here you go. Okay. Jeez, I can't see anything I'm blind. Oh, let me zoom in for you. Yeah. Or I can just read it, whatever. Yeah. The Lovely Bones, I've heard of that. Yeah, they made a movie about it. Yeah. All right. So Alice Siebold, the author of The Lovely Bones, publicly apologized to a man who recently exonerated, who was recently exonerated by a judge of raping her in 1981. In a post published Tuesday on the blogging website Medium, Siebold said that she was truly sorry to Anthony Broadwater, who served 16 years on a charge that he draped the author, then 18, in a park. Broadwater, Broadwater's conviction was overturned on November 25th after renewed scrutiny of the 1982 trial led a judge to conclude there were serious flaws in the evidence. 
<coughs> okay. So she, as a traumatized 18-year-old great victim, I chose to put my faith in the American legal system. My goal in 1982 was justice, not to perpetuate injustice. Because what this article hasn't told you is uh, that the guy, Anthony Broadweather, is a uh, black man. Black man. Um, and certainly not to forever and rip irreparably and alter a young man's life by the very crime that altered mine. She's coming up with this. Uh, I will remain sorry for the rest of my life that while pursuing justice during the legal system, my own misfortune resulted in Mr. Broadwater's unfair conviction for which he is not only, uh, which he served not only 16 years behind bars, but in many ways further served to wound and stigmatize nearly a full life sentence. So basic, what happened, what could have happened and I guess she wrote a memoir about it. And again, she, you know, the love the bones is kind of a famous thing. So what happened to where, okay, so this, even though she fi- failed to pick him out of a lineup, went to trial where she identified him. So she went to trial and identified him as, as the guy without. Yeah. When I first read this story, what I thought happened was she, flat out lied about being draped mm-hmm. and so i guess she's maintaining she was draped but got it wrong got the wrong guy yeah i thought it was flat out that she just lied about being draped to begin with uh okay this is a fucked up story all the way around yeah um so she <laughs> so she's maintaining she just got it wrong or the legal system fucked up I I don't know, man. It's hard to say because that lying about that is is a contentious topic because yeah, it does happen. It does ruin lives, uh, and then there's no accountability for false accusations for the most part. I've read a few stories where there has been, but for the most part, there's no uh, no accountability for false accusations. But then, did she just get it wrong, or did she flat out lie about the whole thing? I don't know. I mean, because later on it says that uh, Sibo, uh, <laughs> only she had to go on this. Oh boy! Uh, but it says the Sibo told the police that she encountered her rapist, <laughs> and the officer found him in the area. It's funny how that fucking works. Why well, I don't fuck with the police? Uh, but they found him in the area and determined it must have been him that she recognized. I wonder how they determined him. But she didn't pick him out of a lineup. But she did go to trial and say that it was him. So I mean, I'll I'll, I'll play Angel's advocate. What okay. could have happened is, is let's say this you know this incident did happen. Unfortunately, she was um, assaulted, raped, and had PTSD regarding that, and picked out the wrong guy in 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 that PTSD. But there's, there's something that just makes me like this is such a historical trope, right? Emmett Till whistles at a white woman and he, he gets uh, lynched. And the, the, you know, there's a lot throughout history. Um, you know, if, if let's say you were in the 60s and the 70s, a time where it was uncouth to intermingle racially and you had uh, went behind your husband's back and intermingled a little bit and the, the kid pop out a little bit darker, you could, oh, no, I was, this happened, you know, and mm-hmm. I was great. And that that's a thing that has happened throughout history. Um I'm not sure that that happened in this case, but there is something to be said. Okay, you didn't know that this guy, you you literally weren't able to pick this guy out of a lineup, but you were just so happy just to see a black man 
go to jail for this. It didn't necessarily matter that it was the right one. I get this PTSD. I noticed someone in the comments, it's PTSD, she may not recognize. Okay. But th there's something to that. And I, there was another story I remember of a, of a woman who had picked the wrong, um, who picked the guy out of a lineup and it wasn't, it wasn't him. And it, it took them forever for, before DNA evidence was able to exonerate the guy. And it's like, this shit does happen. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's kind of bullshit, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I hate what if if this incident did happen, I hate that it happened to her. But it's like you back in the eighties just were just so happy to have you know you you were cool with it then, and then what you know now that it's it's a thing. And that's nothing. Sixteen years from the eighties is in the the two thousand early two thousands. Why are you just now kind of bringing this up? And um. Yeah, why are you not? Are you apologizing? almost that, that's the thing. Are you apologizing now for clout? Because that's what it almost feels like. Well, her book was pulled. Uh, like the book itself was pulled from like her memoir or whatever called Lucky. Yeah. Uh, was pulled. So maybe that's why she's addressing it. Because I think what happened was he was released from jail uh in 99 but was now but now he's 100% exonerated from the crime meaning like he was on the sex offender registry and now that that's taken off okay so that's why it's so it's not even that he's out of jail for the crime now he's proven he definitely didn't do it so the exoneration is recently he got released for the crime in and of yeah. itself yeah okay cuz i'm like well what the fuck are you even doing this for okay yeah yeah, I guess there's no way to prove whether a, a drape did or didn't happen at this point. Yeah, it's been too long. So you're just taking her word for it that it did happen. I mean, I have no idea. Like, I assume there would probably be enough physical evidence that th it it happened. You know what I mean? Like on her. So and, and she's saying, I guess it's sad that I'll never find the real guy. Um, Neither will OJ, ma'am. You know what I mean? So, like, I think, you know, your initial uh, thought of it still has some credence, man. I don't know. I mean, maybe something happened. But you don't know either way. And you're only apologizing because you lost your book deal. So, so, so I, don't know. I yeah, don't know. It's a tough one, man. It's a, it's a tough one to tackle. It's not as cut and dry as I thought it was. No, yeah, it's not. But I st I'm still kind of leaning that direction. You know what? Darius Munchausen makes a good point. Says, "Pay the man." Yeah, that that yeah, pay the man. Shit, yeah. you fucked up his life. Regardless, mm -hmm. you you and if you you have the money to do it, you can you can definitely pay. Um, pay the man. And it is sad if if something did happen. It's sad. She if if it, it get d happen, it is sad she didn't find the real guy. And then an innocent man went to prison for 16 years. As Jake D said earlier, I was going to read his current. Yeah. This is why I oppose the death penalty as well. You never know. Just, the system's not going to get it right all the time. I agree. And I've heard this. Eyewitnesses are unreliable. She probably believed it when she identified him in court. That's another. I, I will say this. This is another reason why, you know, I don't really believe in the justice system. So once they, once this case is gotten by the police, they need a conviction. So they could put pressure on him, like that's the guy, right? Right? He's the guy. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Because they just need a conviction, so they can go about their day and help their numbers out. 
And so once they catch a guy, even said in an article that, you know, they, they caught a guy and it must have been him. And she's like, yeah, 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 it was him. It was him. You know what I mean? So uh, another reason to say fuck the police because they, they deserve some, some blame to this as well. It's a very fucked up incident. I don't also though I'm suspicious of her angle where she says he became another black young black man brutalized by our flawed legal system. It's like, well, yeah, but you're the one who said he did it. So it's not yeah. like what's the legal system supposed to do? Like not take your word for it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I so mean she yeah, she's very uh, absolving of her own responsibility in, in what happened. Yeah, which makes me suspicious. Yeah, that's why your your initial trapping still have some credence, man. Yeah, because like if she if she said like that always stuck with me and I was always unsure, but I was afraid and I was young and I was traumatized. You could kind of see it, but she's still being like, "Oh, that's just so sad that the legal system's so racist." You're like, "Well, hold on a second. You're I'm not entirely sure that's what's happening." Yeah, you were the one in, in uh, on open court who said him, and people believed you. And that's why he went to jail. So, uh-huh. so if you're saying that the legal system is flawed for believing white women, uh, then I guess I sort of agree with that. But like, <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's fucked up. That's it's really fucked up. Fucked. And there's been big stories that turned out were utter bullshit. Like Tawana Brawley was a big one. That, that was uh, familiar. What was that? New York. Yeah, that was a like a drape of a, of a black woman. She claimed it was a bunch of white guys, and it never yeah, happened. Yeah, that's back in the day. Al Sharpton was involved in that one, right? Mm-hmm. And then and there was the Duke the Duke case. Duke lacrosse, I remember that one. Duke lacrosse case uh, that turned out that never happened either. Um, so it's it's not it's not unprecedented that there's been lies about this type of story. Yeah. I'll tell you what, something like that happened to me uh, right Uh-oh. out right outside of uh, just outside of high school. What? Um, it was just I drunkenly made out with a girl, um, mm-hmm. but nothing, you know, not even for that long, for maybe like, I don't know, five, six minutes, something like that. And she just like got up and walked out of the room. It was really random. Uh, mm-hmm. We hadn't even like gotten anywhere. It was literally just kissing. And then the next day, like a friend of hers, like a, said she accused me of being physical with her, like, you know, like sexual assault. And I was like, what the oh, hell are you shit. talking about? And then it was, and when you're in that position, there's really nothing you, it's just your word against hers and no one believes you. They're like, you're yeah. going to deny it, of course. And it's a really, like, luckily nothing came of it. There was no, like, legal action or anything. It didn't, like, go that far. But it was a very, like, dis, like vulnerable and disarming place to be because so you're just like, I didn't do that. And, like, they just don't believe you. And it's really, it's really scary. Jeez. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll keep that in mind if we blow up and there's a me too out of nowhere. Like, oh yeah, you actually talked about this one. Um, but like, jeez, <laughs> man, this is. I I'll tell you one thing. I I can for say sure. I don't like this, and I'm not gonna call her a B. I want to. Um, I don't like her. It, it does seem like she's trying to get clout off of this or sympathy off of this. It's like you're not the one who deserves sympathy. You know what I mean? It. Somebody went to jail for 16 years because of what you said so like and, and i mean I, are you looking for the real killer like oj what's going on what's going on yeah this much time having passed like 40 years i could understand like not really but it's because what how could you possibly yeah 
do anything about it. But I, I don't like her response. Her response makes me suspicious. Yeah, me too. It's like, oh, it's a racist system. It's like the racist system that took you at your word? Yeah. How is that racist? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh, people are are casting aspersions on you. Hey, I'll tell you what, man. It's When you're in that situation, it's very scary. And then you realize, like, you don't have any power in this. There's nothing you can do or say. And she's got the authority because she's a woman. So, yeah, there there is definitely some of that. And I'm like... You know, you watch the like the documentary, The Red Pill, and you, you see all these mm-hmm. like men who have absolutely no rights when it comes to like paternity cases and stuff like that. Oh. And, and like, like uh, um, you know, child support and all the inequalities that actually do exist. And then the statistics where men are more likely to commit suicide, more likely to be drug addicted, almost more- all workplace deaths, almost all combat deaths. And then you have to suffer through a constant stream of propaganda like propping up women, putting men aside, telling men they're bad and women how amazing they are, you get a little fucking pissed off. Yeah. And shit, you didn't even bring up. Do you know at this point men are more domestic? They they, they assume because men don't come out with it as much. But uh, even from a lot of instances, they can tell men are, are being abused now and more domestic abuse than women. I believe it, man. There was... That was a really interesting girls part of that. Girls will fire on you, man. A lot of these girls think it's okay to, to swing. Shit ain't yeah, cute. Yeah, because what are you supposed to do? Like, you can't swing back. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I look, that's why that's, I mean, yeah, maybe I'm a little overly sensitive, but it just seems like when you pile up all this stuff together and then it's like, you know, you get this type of entertainment, I I, I just, it's tough for me to sit through and, and just accept it. Be like, you yeah, know, okay, well, it's just all fun and good. Yeah. And apparently, uh, uh, when Aziz and Sorry got me too, the chick blogged about it, which and what she wrote proved she he did nothing. So that's what I mean. Supposed mm-hmm. to be one cloud off of this shit. Yes, and that's what makes me think like, is this? Oh, poor Wookie. I'm sorry. I should have let the Wookie win. It's just for my marriage. I know that's true. Give me a break. I'm sorry to hear that, bro. Yeah, man. But it's true. It's true. Yeah, dude, you know, Kai, you say that, buddy, but they say, like, the police say, you know, when they show up to a domestic violence thing, the man gets arrested almost automatically. Yeah. Unless there's, like, just 100% proof that it's one-sided, the man almost always gets arrested immediately. Yeah, that's why, actually, a lot of people are now just, like, if they get into an argument, they're just bringing out their phone. Yep. Just to protect themselves. Just like, okay, you can see she's throwing shit around the house, and I'm just sitting here. So you can see, police officer, I didn't do anything. Yeah. And Sean, of course, Sean Connery versus Applesauce say this. If a woman hits you, slap her with your left. They don't deserve rights. Yeah, explain that to a court of law, man. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Just explain that to a, to a jury. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you, but... How, you know, how do you defend that? How, how can you le- legally you lose so much power because you're the man? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, we are getting more MGTOW. Maybe it's it is what it up. is, man. It is what but, it is. Like, I, I'm, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to bullshit. It's not more MGTOW. Listen, man. And this is this is going to wrap up the show because I, I, I get to like I get to being a slave. Um, so listen. And it, this is kind of the theme of the whole show. There's a there's a huge societal push for 
women do nothing wrong and men are bad. Yep. And that that's every element of society. That's why we had this whole two, almost two-hour conversation about Arcane. That's why it's an, a part of entertainment. And it's in the legal system. It is, it has been in the legal system since before I was born, to be fair. Before probably even right. a lot of us were born. Pat S brings um, up a good point. Same thing happened to Patrice. And he spent, man, he went to jail for it. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. It's, 100% it's a real, real thing. It's a real thing. And yeah, more even Morgan Holloway says it's fucking ridiculous how much women are favored in court from bail to sentencing. If a woman commits the same crime, she's not going to jail. I've seen fucking, you know, the teachers, like a lot of these female teachers, fucking yep. students, and they'll go to jail maybe a few months. Some of them don't even maybe. go to jail. Most of them don't. Yeah. A lot of them don't. Yeah. Nothing. And it's like, okay, there is no way this could be reverse gendered at all. No mm-hmm. way. This would be this. Like some of these girls too are putting up numbers. Hell, even in my own high school, there was one teacher that I thought was fucking one of the students. She was hot too. Mm-hmm. But but those are the ones because they, they got they got something wrong with them. Well, they say, I mean, they say when it comes to legal sentencing, like there's a racial disparity that's something disparagery that's something yeah. like 5%, like with when it comes to race. But when it comes to men and women, it's something like 30%. It's like gotta it's be, yeah. way more skewed where men go to jail longer for the same crime that a woman does. Like it's way, way out of whack. Yeah. Yeah. Stop dating ratchets. That's all that's left since a dildo. I'm not sure what they got in Croatia. I'm not sure if the you know the Croatian women. But out here in the West, that's all we got. You know what I mean? Nothing but ratchet thoughts. Nothing but that. Unfortunately, yeah. our society is training them to behave like that. Yeah. That's what it I is. think. I, I, don't, I don't think shows like Arcane help. Man, you know what else hasn't helped? I know I said I got go. I'm really. It's really hit me how much that Disney programming fucked up relationships on both yes. sides. Yes, sir. Be- because so many people think they have a one true love out there. It's like, no, motherfucker. You're just a fucking human. If you find somebody you can fuck with for the rest of your life, God bless you. It's a miracle. And, you you know, keep that keep that going. But you're not entitled to shit. You know what I'm saying? You're not entitled mm-hmm. to some princess or some prince anywhere. And that just fucked up the mentality of relationships in the modern era. But outside of that, is there anything else you want to get into before we get out of there? Um, Cause it's, a, you know, we, we talked about a lot of stuff. We, we talked about arcane. Um, I'm cool. Else? I mean, we're wrapping up. There's nothing else. Um, if you guys can uh, give us a five-star review on iTunes, because this culture crime fighter show is a podcast. It is on iTunes. It is on Spotify. It is anywhere you can get podcasts, Google cast, any of that stuff. So, uh, if you guys listen to podcasts, please give us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. It really helps promote and boost the show. Uh, if our show's got a higher profile, we can get better guests. Uh, we can get, uh, yeah. you know, like, you know, we could continue to, to boost this show, hopefully more audience, more time for us to prepare and do this as a primary thing. So uh, yeah. tell your friends, please press like, share the video, and a five-star review on iTunes would really, really help us. I think someone did. Hey, uh, I think someone actually did. So we Thank appreciate you for that. it. Please yeah. check us out on iTunes. It definitely helps. It definitely helps. Um, and uh, Darius says someone who used to be in Metro Detroit. It's all ratchet thoughts. I can confirm. And that's not a race thing by any fucking stretch of the uh, imagination. Because uh, as we know, white women are indeed a plague. All right. Um, <laughs> so for uh, Fireball Productions, I'm Vigilante Williams. And this is the Culture Crime Fires. I appreciate anybody uh, who's watching this live or on the playback. If you like the video, 
please like the video if you're so obliged to share subscribe please do that and even if you do none of these things thank you for watching and thank you for your time uh good afternoon i guess and god bless uh the mf for cocktail lounge on friday i will i will try to i will be there not sure for how long because again chained to my desk um and all right uh please sub to matt if you haven't so you can watch this next week and we will see you guys later peace hell peace